Hello everyone and welcome to I Simply Believe. I am Barbara Chumberima. My guest today has encountered something so rare that according to the International Wildlife Museum, the chances of one experiencing this event is one in 3.75 million. Tiffany's life took a drastic change when she was attacked by a shark on June 2nd, 2016, whilst vacationing with her husband, JJ, in the Bahamas. She lost half of her right arm, but what could have become a deterrent became a story of hope and courage. Tiffany Johnson is a wife to JJ Johnson, mother of three beautiful children, a speaker, an author, a worship leader, and the creator of To Be An Overcomer Ministries. Thank you, Tiffany. And welcome to I Simply Believe. Yay, thank you. It's great to have you here. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you for coming. Um, so the day of the event, um, what was going through your mind? Well, I mean, it was like a normal vacation day. You know, my husband and I were on vacation together and um, it felt like a normal day, you know, that we were enjoying time with each other. Nothing was awry. And um, even up until uh, the shark attacked me, there was no sign that, you know, anything was out of the ordinary. You know, yeah. it just felt like a normal vacation day. Um, yeah. But once I felt like I had bumped into something, uh, that's when, you know, when I locked eyes with the shark, it was fear just took over at that wow. point. Yeah. What was going through your mind? I, actually, I had uh, visions of my kids come out from the peripheral vision. Um, I, I, it was like a thousand thoughts racing through my mind, but I felt like I was in this flashback, you know, like you see that on the movies yeah. sometimes, like that's a real thing. Like I felt like I was watching a movie reel of my life and, um, but I had to stop and, and take the thought captive that that's what the word says, um, mm. to take the thought captive and make yeah. it obedient to Christ. And I remember thinking, no, I'm not going to go there. He is not going to take my life. I will not die here. And that's when I yanked and wow. that's when the struggle began. So you had to be present. You had to be present. Yes. I had to stop my and mind from racing. Back. Yes. Yeah. Bring myself back. Yeah. Cause I yeah. felt like my body was giving up like that whole series of my mind going there and stuff. It felt like I was releasing, you know, yeah. and I had to stop it intentionally wow. and think, no, 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 no. You know, and that's when I felt like the strength of the Lord came out of me to give me the mm. strength to fight. That's amazing. So I'm assuming that there was blood gushing everywhere. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, when he, when I was finally able to break free from him, he had severed my arm completely. So, wow. you know, I had half of an arm and it was just a mangled stump. But when I was making my way back to the boat, I had put my arm up and it was just spewing blood like wow. like old faithful you know just flowing everywhere with every stroke it was just pumping wow and that's what my husband saw when i screamed out for help is me swimming back with my arm out and blood just oh shooting my. everywhere wow um so as you can imagine it felt like he was in some kind of horror movie you know wow but god is just so good he just gave him the strength to, he actually jumped in the water. Um, he met me in the water and helped me back to the boat. Uh, 
And that whole time I was just praying, God, get me, get me to the boat, get me to the boat. You know, I felt like the shark was right behind me, going to grab me, you know, but I, but I could feel the Lord just surrounding us. Like I felt like we were in this bubble of like, just get to the boat, you know, just praying, get to the boat. (laughs) And that's, that's literally all that was coming out of me was prayers. And that's what my husband first heard when he got close enough, he heard me praying. So you're praying out loud. Yes. <laughs> there was just incredible. flowing out of me. Um, and it gets me emotional thinking about it. Cause I'm like, at that <sighs> point, you know, obviously you have conscious choices, but sometimes it's just whatever's in you comes out. Yeah. And that's, that's what was coming out of me. Cause I had been putting in for years, you that's know, why my you have faith. To feed your faith. Yes. Constantly feed your faith. Yes. Because at that yeah. point it was like rubber meets the road. And what yeah. was, what was in me was coming out. And that's, I was literally just praying and I wasn't even thinking I was just praying. So and it's like automatic. Your brain yes. just goes there. Yes. Yeah. And that I am so thankful for that. I had the foundation that I did because yeah. I believe wholeheartedly that's what saved my life. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah. it was the faith that, you know, mm. God has placed inside of me mm. that I have run after. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yes. And did you need any blood transfusion? Because you said your blood was like gushing everywhere. Yeah. So well, it, it was a little crazy because um, after getting on the boat, you know, the whole ordeal of trying to get back, we, yeah. we actually beached the boat in, in the... Um, so you were in the middle of pretty much nowhere? Well, we were about five miles-ish. Away from the yeah, land. Yeah, from the land where okay. there was a snorkeling site. Okay. Then this was Paradise Island is where we were at, like okay. off of Paradise Island. So when we came back into the land, Paradise Island was the first like stop. But if y'all know anything about Paradise Island, it's like touristy. There's not there's not any hospital. You have to go to the main port of Nassau. Okay. And so we beached our boat there, but then they told us she's gonna have to go to the hospital. There's no there's nothing here but like first aid stuff. So we had to back the boat out and go another twenty minutes. So all together I was probably on the boat for thirty minutes with just a beach towel. Um, for my tourniquet. I we didn't have anything else to sustain me. So you know, if you, if you're any kind of, if you know anything about tourniquets, a beach towel is not a proper no, tourniquet, so you know, but that's what we had. Probably most likely drenched in blood, right? Yes. I mean, it's meant to soak things up. It's yeah. not meant to stop and, and to get it as tight. These were the bulky cruise line beach towels, wow. you know? So even in all of that, every time I share that, um, if I have anybody present that has any kind of medical knowledge, they're yeah. like, that equates death. Do you realize like you wow. shouldn't yeah. even be alive? You should have yeah. died on that blood out on and the what boat. what about the pain? How, how the pain level? I, I, I never experienced pain until we got to the um, ambulance and they started unwrapping the beach towel. And that's when I first felt pain. So, I mean, we're talking 40 minutes ish, you know, um, where, you know, the, the Lord just sustains me. Like there's no other way, way to, to explain, explain it. it. You know, yeah. like people will say, well, you know, your, your body kind of triggers <laughs> into this, you know, when yeah. you're in traumatic situations, yeah. I'm like, not for that long <laughs> and not what I experienced, you know, wow. like God was just present. And so, you know, after the surgery and all of that, we went into emergency surgery and my husband was getting the report from the doctor and he asked about the blood transfusion and they said, you know, we can't explain it, but we didn't have to to give her anything, she didn't lose enough blood. And my husband's like, enough blood. (laughs) I saw, you know, the blood all up in the water, all, you know, and of course I had this severed arm for a 40 minute boat ride. I should have died on the boat apparently, but then I didn't even need a blood transfusion. So it was at that point that we realized like, 
this is we're living like this miraculous story that so, is like Bible caliber miracles. You that's know, amazing. Like, and just, I'm a believer in miracles, so yes. this, is, this is right up my alley. Yes. <laughs> but when did it occur to you that I'm not gonna have an arm? Um, it wasn't until actually it took a while for all of that to settle in because being that we everything took place not in our home country we yeah. were in nassau bahamas yeah, right? right so there was an ordeal to get us even back because we didn't have passports we stayed the night overnight because we were on a cruise so you didn't oh. have to have passports wow. but because we stayed overnight it became this whole ordeal of even getting us back so there was a lot going on. My husband was talking to customs and, you know, like all these different people. I mean, they don't have an emergency system put in place just in case, God forbid, you know. It's, it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, yeah there's wow. a lot of red tape. And so there was a national holiday going on. And so the, the U.S. Embassy was closed. So there's just all this business going on, right? So it was, it's not like we had time to really process anything. It was a lot of just stuff going on. So it, it really didn't hit me until we were back in Charlotte and you know I actually got to use the bathroom for the first time and I came out to wash my hand mm. and I'm you know I had trouble even just figuring out because the toilet paper was on this side you know so I'm like how do I you know it's like I didn't have another hand to like hold it to rip it so it was like I was already going through this I'm like oh my goodness and then I go to wash my hand I'm like how do I even get the back of my hand and I remember just it it was like a weight just came over me and I just began to tear up and my husband saw me and he rushed over and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm just realizing the magnitude of this, like this losing a hand impacted just about everything that I do. Like, I, you know, I, I took it for granted all the things that I did with two hands, you know, yeah. and it, and it just occurred to me like at that moment, this is going to be hard it's going to impact every little thing. And I'm a mom of three, you know, like you said. So at the time, my youngest was still in diapers. Wow. You know, she had just, she was going to be two the next week. So she yeah. was still in diapers. And I'm. And, and so when you came back, how was that reaction when they saw you without an arm? Well, that was a whole uh, process for us. Um, we really prayed about the best way to tell our kids because, yeah. um, we knew, you know, obviously this was a big thing to swallow yeah. for us, let mm -hmm. alone a young kid, you know, yeah. and my oldest really struggled with fear um, mm. be before this. Wow. And so I knew that we had to be careful and yeah. I didn't want the devil to use this as another tool to get her into fear again. Yeah. You know, so I, my husband and I had briefly talked about like, what do we want to do? And I had said, I don't think we should tell them all the details. I think we should keep it very high level and just say I had an accident and, and you know, keep it at that and let the Lord lead when to tell them everything, you yeah. know, they don't need to know everything off the top, yeah. you know? And so that's what we chose to do. We, yeah. we, you know, prayed about it. We felt like this is where, you know, this is where we need to be. So right away, all they knew was I had an accident and I lost my arm. Of course, they asked lots of questions, but if it got too detailed, we would just kind of pull up and be like, you don't have to worry about it. Jesus saved her. That's what we're going to focus on. I'm you know? here. That's what's yes. important. Yes. Right? And so we kind of redirect, you know, yeah. and so their initial reaction was just obviously shock, but just thankful that they still had their mom, yeah. you know, like I remember when, when I got to the hospital, um, 
that afternoon, my husband went back to the house because my mom had been keeping the kids. They weren't with us on the trip. Yeah. And so he went back to the house to pick them up. He told them while, while they were at the house and then they brought him to the hospital mm-hmm. and the kids ran into the room and my daughters were like jumped up on, you know, the bed right away, you know, like squeezing me and hugging me. And my son kind of stayed back and he, mm. he stood at the foot of the bed and he's looking at my arm and he's looking at me, you know, he's looking at my arm and I could tell his wheels are just a going. And I said, bud, you're not going to hurt me. You get up here right now, you know, and he got this big smile on his face <laughs> and he finally like crawled up there, but he was so cautious, you yeah. know, and that, and I knew that we had made the right choice watching how he was processing it, yeah. you know, like had he had known everything, I think it would have been too much. Too and the much. same, you know, same with the girls. Like, yeah, my youngest probably wouldn't have known any different. Yeah. She was so young, but yeah. like, it was and more might, important and for the two. That might have caused them a fear of the ocean of water. Yes, yes, and you that know? you know, like, I didn't want to live in fear just because of what had happened to me. Like you I said, like the that. odds of of it happening were so One crazy. In three points, one. One seven million. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, it's just yeah. never in my life would have I expected to know somebody that went through that, let yeah. alone be, be the that one. person. You know, yeah. that just it's not. That's beyond what I could even yeah. fathom, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, logically, it doesn't make sense to live in fear. But when you go through something like this, you know, logic is out the window. Yeah. You know, like it's just. You're living it, right? Yeah. So whether it's logical or not, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're going to be faced with these decisions to either grab a hold of fear and and let that take take its place in your life, yeah. or decide, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna face I, it. I'm gonna face, face it and and let the Lord give me peace in this because yeah. in Philippians it says that we can have peace that passes all understanding, mm-hmm. that it guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so we were literally saying that verse over us constantly because I was like, God, guard my heart and my mind because I'm going to be walking through, you know, just because it happened, it was traumatic as it was. The aftermath is where things can get ugly. Yes, it can get ugly really fast. And so I had choices every day, like I'm going to grab a hold of this, you know, this fear or, you know, this depression, this anxiety, Anxiety. whatever. Am I going to grab that or am I going to turn to what I know the Lord has for me, you know, the joy, the peace, the strength, you know, the hope. Um, And every day, I mean, I'm still, I'm, you know, three years out and I still, every day you have, I have a choice. Like, am I going to be frustrated that I can't do what I want to do? Or am I going to walk in his, his joy for, you know, being alive today? Yeah. And that message of fear, being fearless is so needed today, yes. especially in this season that we're in. Oh right? gosh, yes. It's, yes. You have to be fearless. Yes. You have to be. And if you're not, if you allow your mind to go there, it can drag you all the way down. Yes. And it's a slippery slope. Like, you know, we've experienced, um, you know, times in this journey where I can see how it would be so easy to go down that road. Yeah. Because if you start entertaining it for oh, yeah. even a few minutes, yeah. it's like your mind will just race down that road. And that's why I'm such a firm believer in guarding your mind. Yes. It's the gateway to everything in your life. You have to be very aware of what you put in there and what you yourself put in there because you can influence your mind, I believe. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and so you, you come back, you see the kids, it hits you that, you know, you lost your arm. How about your self-esteem as a woman? How yeah. did I affect that, you know? Um, uh, there was, I mean, <laughs> the beginning, it was difficult for me to 
look at pictures uh, like I, I really didn't want anything taken of me at yeah. the time and then if it was I didn't want to look at it like because mm -hmm. I thought I looked weird you yeah. know um and so there's really it like people when I first started media interviews they were mm -hmm. asking for pictures of the you know the before. journey of you know before and after yeah. like you know in the hospital when I'm like I don't have any because I literally did not want any pictures taken of me like yeah. I have one picture of us when the kids joined us I have a picture of me with the kids and then I have a picture of us leaving the hospital but I have no pictures of my arm you know like now I wished I would have taken some so I could have Her remembered memories. you know but like I was just so I didn't want I didn't want anything I'm like I don't want to I felt like I didn't want to see that you know I want to be reminded of it so I, yeah I had to get over this hump of like my identity not being wrapped up in what I look like yeah. but my identity being how the Lord sees me yeah. and he sees me whole, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, it, it, it's a mind thing back to how important it is to guard your mind. Yeah. Like it is all in your head of what you grab a hold of. And now I look back on the, and it's hard for me to even remember that I, that's how I was because now I'm so confident in who I am now. As a that, person. Like, yes. And, and actually I like welcome people, you know, like noticing because then it gives me an opportunity to talk about Jesus, yeah. you know? So like, I would rather people notice, like I, sometimes I'll catch myself like in the store if I, you know, it's cold out now. So I'll have like my long sleeve on, mm -hmm. you can't really tell, but I'll catch myself like pushing up my sleeve yeah, so that my arm is shown <laughs> because I'm like, somebody, and it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool arm yes, I have yes, there, Tiffany. Yes. And so I'm like, somebody ought to notice because then yeah. maybe They'll ask a question and then maybe I'll be able to tell them about Jesus. So, you know, so, so it's this like is a case, full circle. You this know? is a case of what, when they say that this, this, this incident did not happen against you. It happened for you. Yes. Right. Which is, I mean, if you think about that, that is yeah. like, that's crazy talk. You know, yeah, like, it is crazy it's, talk. it's crazy talk yeah. to think that a shark attack could turn into something that gives me the opportunity to speak life into people yeah. like I've never had before. So, you know, I, so I, and, and that's why I, I believe that whenever anything happens to us, when you come out the other side, on the other side and you're more aware, more educated about something, mm -hmm. a situation, whatever, or you're a better person or you're stronger. Right. It just means that it didn't happen against you. Right. That always, whatever we go through in life, it happened for you. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it's having like that perspective is, it, yeah. it, it is, it's so healthy because, um, yes, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. But it says that God can take that thing, whatever it is that he came to destroy mm. and turn it around for his good. Yeah. But you have to see it from that lens because yeah. if you choose to say, well, the devil's attacking me and woe is me and mm -hmm. why, you know, which I, I went through those times yeah. where I yeah. was questioning and I was wondering why God did you allow this to happen? Yeah. You know, like I, I firmly believe that we serve a good God that doesn't send bad things our way, no. but he allows things to happen. Yeah. And sometimes we may not even know mm -hmm. the full reason. Yeah. Right. And that's what I struggle with at the beginning. Yeah. Like, I'm like, God, I know, I trust that you're good, but yeah. why? why? Why did me? you have to happen this way? Yeah. You know, couldn't you have done it a different way? You yeah. know, like, and it, that, I, think I had to be okay with he, that. Yeah. He knows that you be the right person for this to happen to you because through you and your story, someone else is going to listen to you and learn to become fearless. Yes. And that, that right there has brought me 
to tears more than I can count because to know that he trusted me to respond the way I did and to be able to handle that. That he saw is, your heart. He knows your heart. That is beyond what I can. I That's can't big, even. Right? That's big. It's big, and yeah. it, and it humbles me because yeah. I'm like God. I I don't deserve to be you know in this position where you trusted me this much. Like I didn't know what was in there until mm. it came out, you know. And so mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that he saw in me things that I didn't even know was there, and that he allowed these things to happen so that I could be a light and. That's why it's I don't amazing. get tired of talking about it. I'm like, my God is good. Let me tell you about him. You know, like I, I get he's so amazing. excited. He's yes. amazing. He's yes. amazing. We have a mighty, mighty God. Yes. Um, so are you afraid of the ocean? Uh, no. Uh, I was very cautious for a long time. Yeah. Um, I went to the ocean, gosh, only... It was like a month and a half later, um, but I, we didn't swim or anything, but we had already planned a trip to Myrtle Beach with my in-laws. Our whole family was supposed to go and they were almost, they were going to cancel. And I was like, no, 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 we are not canceling this. We are still going to have our fun. You it's know, good you went. Yes. And so we still went, um, for the most part, we stayed away from like the ocean, but one day we went and let the kids play in the sand or whatever. But I told them, I'm like, I don't think I'm ready for anybody to swim right now. And they, and they respected that, you know? Yeah. And so we all just went. Um, and I just wanted to be cautious because this whole time, three years in, yeah. I haven't really experienced PTSD. I haven't experienced depression. So I've, I've had thoughts, but not full on. Cause you, you didn't know, allow your mind right, to go Because there. once it starts going there, I, you know, even if it's a few minutes, I'm able to recognize it only because of the Lord. I'm yeah. not saying that I'm the superwoman because yeah. I've had the thoughts, but I've also known to take it captive. Right. Yeah. And so I can see, you know, that the Lord has protected me there, but I also did not want to introduce something just because I wanted to have a notch in my belt. Be like, well, I went back to the ocean, yeah. you know, six weeks later, you know, it. like, you know, like I didn't, <laughs> That to me didn't matter. It mattered to protect my mind. And I knew that the Lord had put a protection on me. So I just leaned into him and like, God, give me the peace of when it's time. I knew that eventually I would, you know? So I wasn't necessarily afraid. I was just very cautious, right? So it took until this past summer, actually. So three years. Wow. And I finally got in the ocean, played with my kids. We went boogie boarding together. The first time we all, and this was not planned, but the first time that we all got in the ocean together was actually in Nassau. Wow. We went back on a cruise. The kids kids went with us this past spring break in March. Yeah. And one of the stops was Nassau. We weren't sure what we were going to do. We were just going to hang out at the beach um, because the kids really wanted to play in the sand, whatever. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, at that point I was okay with the kids going in, but I hadn't gone in myself. Mm -hmm. I like right here, but I hadn't actually fully got in. Yeah. And my daughter um, wanted, she had, was playing whatever, and she wanted me to come in with her. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go in, you know? And I went in and, and then it dawned on me. Oh my gosh, this is the first time I'm actually in the ocean. And here we are in the same waters, you know, of what, I mean, it, like after I was able to digest it, I was like, oh wow. Like I, it wasn't even planned. It was just, the Lord just let it and I felt peace about it. So I did it. And then, you know, so I think that it's, it's important for us to lean into what God has for us and not Mm -hmm. be in so in a rush to rush our healing sometimes because everybody has a different process. process. 
you know, it is. So you have to, you have to kind of lean into what's best for you. What, you know, God has for you because it's going to look different for every person. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, so what advice do you have for someone who has experienced a life changing, um, event and, um, are going through something right now, maybe confused, you know, what advice, what, what advice would you give to such a person? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is to make sure that you ground yourself in your faith. Um, and if you don't have faith, this is a perfect time to start, (laughs) you know, um, because it's very easy to grab a hold of everything that the world has to offer because we're being bombarded every day with all kinds of messages from the media, from social media, from whatever, your friends, your family, whatever, right? But the most important thing is what God says in his word, the truth, right? And so that's what I had to ground myself in. It, no matter what my doctors said, no matter what my family thought, no matter you know what my friends said, um, and most of them were encouraging, but I had yeah. some people that were just like, oh, you poor thing, you know, and I could have like milk that for what it was worth, you yeah. know? Um, but I had to ground myself in the truth of God's word. And in his word, it says, you're an overcomer, you know, in his word, it says that you will have strength, uh, from the Lord that you can mount up like wings on, on eagles, you know, Mm -hmm. that he has put his barrier protection around you. Um, in his word, it says that you can have joy that overflows, you know, I already mentioned, but in his word, it says that we have peace that, you know, passes all understanding. In his word, it says that we are beautiful and flawless, you know, and so it's so important to ground yourself and who you are in Christ, because that's what gets you through. Everything else is just noise. But if you can ground yourself in the truth of God's word, you can't go wrong. You, no. you, the truth will literally set you free. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. So, Tiffany, what do you simply believe? I simply believe that we serve a miracle working God that is alive and active today. Indeed. Yes. Tiffany, thank you so much for coming today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. You have this great devotion that uh, it's called Uncharted Waters. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit about uh, the story behind it? Yeah. Um, this was written right at the beginning of when COVID hit. Okay. Um, so I really felt like the Lord had asked me to write a devotional back last year Mm. and I had kind of put it off and whatever and I wasn't sure of the timing whatever and then as soon as COVID hit I knew God was like this is it this is it this is the time get it out now and I'm like oh okay you know so I started (laughs) writing I started pulling stuff from back when the accident happened throughout my journey and including it within the devotion so it's it's Mm -hmm. a short quick devotional um really speaking to um you know, facing fear in, in the unknown that we're Which in. Which is needed, very yes. much needed today. Yes. So, yeah. um, so you can find it on my website, okay. um, com. Okay. Um, if you order it through there, I'll, I'll be able to sign it for Yay, you. Yeah, I have my own copy. Yes, that's yours. Yeah. And, um, but it's also available on Amazon if that's easier for you or okay. the Kindle versions on Amazon. So you can find it Perfect. there too. Perfect. Um, and where yeah. else can we find you? Where else yeah, can we on find social you? media, uh, okay. Facebook and Instagram. Um, um, I'm on there. You can find me the handle at be an overcomer, just the letter B, not B E, because somebody took that, so I had to be creative. So <laughs> be an overcomer. I'm on both of those platforms. Fantastic. Thank you so much for watching. 
I hope that you've learned something from this as I have. My prayer for you is that you live your life being fearless and knowing that no matter who you are, no matter what you've gone through, that we do have a God that loves you unconditionally just the way you are. And that you can go through any situation in life, even as wild as having your arms uh, taken off by a shark and come out on top and also becoming an overcomer. Thank you and have an amazing day.